Hey everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Following Paralumen. Quote-unquote, not your ordinary podcast, where we talk about all things under the sun. I'm your host, Danny Catehuco, competitive coffee drinker, passport stamp collector, and now your new favorite podcast host. Sit back, relax, and let's get the show on the road. Hey everyone, it's Danny, and I'm currently in Taradant. Now, Taradant is a city in the south of Morocco, and it's near the desert. Um, I'm also teaching English here, which is very fun. So, anyway, for this episode, we are diving into a new approach, or mini-series, as I like to call it. And it will be called Hashtag Passport Series, where I will interview people, friends, locals, and travelers alike, and ask them about their country. So, for the first episode, we are joined by a friend from Germany. Hi, Leon. Hello. Hello, everyone. (laughs) How are you? I'm great. Nice. So, um, we met, we actually met in um, Singapore, right? Yeah, in that kind of weird hostel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh. I was in a capsule uh, capsule room. Were you in the? Were you in a capsule room as well, or just a regular? No, I was in the, in the, in the regular dorm, and like most of the people were over thirty or forty, and I don't know what they were doing, but it was kind of weird. There. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it was the it same like, for me. It seemed like they were living there. Yeah, I don't know, but I think renting a hostel. Well, because in Singapore you can't rent an apartment if you don't have a, like the citizen card or something. Yeah. So maybe that's why they live there. Yeah, and maybe still <laughs> the hostel was kind of weird. Although the location was great because the all the all the Indian people lived in that. Just yeah. Like the food was cheap and great. Exactly, it, and it was near the MRT. Oh yeah. Which is really accessible. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's pretty much everywhere in Singapore. Like you, how to get, a, get around Singapore, Singapore is fairly easy. Exactly. Oh, and you showed me the uh, money from Fiji. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the $7 note from Fiji, that's, that's... Yeah, it was pretty great. amazing. It was color I, I, blue. <laughs> what? It was color blue with, like, the people. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's blue. Yeah, it's blue, and it has the, the national rugby team printed on it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's because they, they won the um, the Olympic gold medal in 2014, I believe. And they're so curious about rugby that they just went ahead and printed that yeah. one on the note just for the team. <laughs> it's weird because usually, like, on money you put, like, politicians or, like, heroes' faces, but... In Fiji, they print their rugby team. Yeah, well, I guess they're heroes over there, so that kind of makes sense. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Okay, so I will be asking you a series of questions um, about traveling in Germany. So, are you ready? Yeah, I'm good. Great. So, for the first question, um, how did you get into traveling? Well, I finished um, high school so to say, in Germany with 18, and um, yeah, it's mm-hmm. quite common to, to 
take a year off and then yeah. travel or, or just do something else before you go into uni because uh, on the one hand you you get your degree really early and then yeah. you I don't know you finish, finish uni with your degree and you're I don't know 22 uh-huh. maybe and then if you're trying to get, to get a job you obviously have a quite high demand in yeah. your salary but um, most employers are going to say you're just very young and <laughs> un, um, you don't have much experience, so they, they they might not give you the position that you want. And also, right. I, did, I felt quite stressed um, in like the last year of high school, so I felt like I need, need to take a year off before yeah. I'm ready to learn something new. Actually, I well, I meet a lot of German travelers who are taking a gap year, so I must I think it must be a real common thing to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. So, um, at what age did you start traveling? Yeah, so I was 18. I just finished high school and then um, I left pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, well, I, I also started um, when I was 18 and I'm 22 now and I haven't stopped yet, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> well, I just stood I started university now, but that doesn't really mean I stopped. So I, I yeah, just went to right. Prague for a weekend, and I'll definitely take a semester abroad. Don't know where yet, but you should go to. Yeah, um, still, I don't know. Well, you've already know. been to Australia, right? Yeah, I have. <laughs> oh, I think you, you were you the one who gave me the Oval card. Pardon? I think you're the one who gave me the um the Metro card for Sydney. Amazing. Um, thank you. I still have it. <laughs> I, I just don't know when I'm going to to Australia. So, um, what is life like in Germany? Um, well, I'd say it's very ordered. Uh-huh. And, um, people are punctual. Uh, people are very straightforward. Uh-huh. Uh, for example, we, we don't have small talk like in Australia, New Zealand. Uh-huh. When you enter a shop, the cafe or whatever, it's gonna ask you like. How are you doing or whatever? Yeah. Uh, they, they don't do that over here. They ask you straight away, "What do you want?" You get it. You oh, leave. okay. <laughs> uh, that's kind of the way to do it. But I really like it, especially if I'm in a rush. Uh-huh. Uh, it's great to just go and get what you want to leave. Right. right. Uh, on the other hand, it might be nicer um, in other countries where you get asked like how your day was. Although, in I don't know, ninety-nine out of a hundred cases, you're gonna say you're great. No yeah. What. Even if you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, life is ordered. Um, it's very clean here. Yeah. Too, um, I figured. Um, straightforward and partying is great here. Uh, <laughs> I think lots of people don't think that because they think Germans are more like serious people. Yeah. But if you if you take into account that we have, I think the fourth highest uh, consum- beer consumption per year. week I was in Germany I spent a day in Germany in Frankfurt yeah. I actually got in trouble I was I've never been so scared in my life Why? because 
Um, because before I left the Philippines, I bought like a taser and a pepper spray. But, oh, okay. But the taser was in my checked-in luggage, and the pepper spray I carry around just in case, because you never know. So when I was passing through, um, excuse me, when I was passing through the um, immigration, like when they where they scan your bags. Yeah. They saw that I had a pepper spray, and they uh, they said, yeah, they said it was illegal to bring in Germany, <laughs> and the police officers came and they were like, "Okay, we gotta write a crime report," and I'm like, "Oh what?" <laughs> and then I literally waited for thirty minutes for like the the higher officials to arrive. And I was so scared. I was just like texting my mother. I was like, "If I get deported, will you pick me up from the airport?" And then <laughs> it was so scary. But like, um, uh, another officer came and he asked me, "Okay, why do you have a pepper spray?" I'm like, "Because I'm going to Morocco and um, I want to be safe." And he was like, "Okay, I understand what you're." Uh, I understand why I have a pepper spray. Now, just write your name. And I was like, is this gonna be on my permanent record? <laughs> and he was like, no, it's okay. You can still enter Germany and you can still come back. And then we just filled out um, a paper saying I'm giving them the pepper spray and they can destroy it. And I asked them if I. Well, they probably have to fill out a lot of forms, right? Yeah. The forms. Yeah, that's something that we have forms to regulate for every single thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I had to sign and I asked them if I still needed to do a crime report. And the police was like, no, we, you don't have to do that. But when my colleagues ask you if you ask if you did a crime report, just tell them you did. <laughs> it was so scary. <laughs> I've never been so scared in my life. But thank God it, it went pretty well. And then I went. Out, uh, yeah. I went out uh, into the city, and I bought the day pass for the metro for the, like the public transport. Yeah. And I went to drink. I had five pints of beer that day. It was crazy. I was so tipsy when I came back to the airport, and I couldn't find my um, boarding gate, which is not a good idea to do. But, <laughs> It's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> because, I, because it was Oktoberfest. <laughs> Everything was like Oktoberfest. When you get a when you get a beer you get a pretzel. So I had a lot of pretzels and beer that day. But it was fun. And I took a nap on the on the park, which is really clean. So I just lay down on the grass. It was it was, it was really nice. <laughs> I mean coming from Thailand where everything is like a little bit dirty. Germany's like oh, yeah. heaven. <laughs> yeah, it's still Frankfurt is not the cleanest city. Really? Like, yeah. No, no, it's not. Especially especially the district um uh, around the, the the train station. Yeah. It's meant to be like the the poorest and the dirtiest district you can really? probably find in Germany. Nice, actually, yeah, wow. Not the poorest, but probably the dirtiest. Yeah, uh, now, I don't, now I don't know what to expect. <laughs> 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 so, 
So, uh, which city are you from again? Uh, I'm, I'm not from a city. I'm from a tiny village in the north. Uh -huh. um, the next biggest city people know is Hamburg. Hamburg? Um, which is still one and a half hours away. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, I just moved uh, down south to uh, Karlsruhe, uh -huh. which is, um, I, I think, like a, an hour south, southwest of Frankfurt. Uh-huh. Okay. That's nice. So how are you liking it there? That's great. It's great. It's just like only students here. Oh, so it's a uh, student the town. It's like there, there are 30,000 students and the city has only 300,000 inhabitants. So every <laughs> 10 person here is a student. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's great. Everything is made for young people. You get everywhere by bike. Bikes are really priority. Yeah, it's uh -huh. clean. Lots of bars, restaurants. It's great. Actually, uh, in where where I'm in right now in Teradont, um, the main mode of transportation is actually biking, so it's it's kind of nice. But I walk to and from yeah. the school, which is a good exercise as well. Oh yeah. Okay, so um, so Germany held the top spot for most powerful passport for years. How does that help you, or how yeah. does that help you in your travel choices? Because you can literally go anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's the point. Like, uh, I think as of today, uh, I get uh, I can enter a country without visa or visa on arrival. Yeah, and that for 188 countries. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. So when I when I plan trips, I didn't have to bother with visas. Exactly. At all. It, 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 literally, just like I'll, I'll check I'll check flights and see which country is cheap to go to at the moment, and then. Go ahead and go. Maybe like check on the on the website of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. They yeah. they tell you what what you need to enter. But in most cases, just like yeah, fly there and have fun. Yeah, <laughs> which is the exact opposite for me. I have to ask for, like apply for a visa everywhere because I hold a Philippine passport, which is like not powerful at all. At all but I'm getting there. <laughs> It's yeah, but, but the, the one thing I'm jealous of is that you get these visas that stick to the passport and that uh, don't have any visas. <laughs> yeah. They look pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, actually, um, I was in Cambodia. I went to Cambodia. And um, I think people from the UK need a visa to go to Cambodia. But you just have to pay for, uh, like, $120. But anyway, I didn't need one, which is good. <laughs> And then I went to my hostel, and there's this girl holding her passport. And she was like, yes, finally, a freaking visa. <laughs> 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 and I found it really funny. <laughs> because I asked her, you don't get visas? And she was like, no, in Europe, we just get stamps. <laughs> well, even, even in Europe, we don't get stamps. Because like, if you in Europe, you just like go... There's no border control whatsoever, oh. so you can just go from country to country, so you don't even get stamps. Only really? if you're like not from the EU and you fly in, like you probably got a German stamp, and then if you fly out from, let's say, France, yeah, yeah, you get a you get a French stamp. But I don't get any stamps here. Oh, Nothing. okay. So it's not the same because in the U.S. and Canada, even if it's both North American, they have like a border, even if you drive. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're, this is so-called uh, 
Schengen uh, Agreement, yeah. which says that I think there's 20, uh, roughly 25 countries part of it, and there are no border controls within that area. So I can drive from Denmark to Germany and then to Italy, and there won't be any border controls. Really? Nice, because that's yeah. what I'm planning to do. So I have a friend uh, who lives in Barcelona who just got a van. So we were planning on driving yeah. to Istanbul. That's so cool. Even like trains, you yeah. don't get stamps. No, no, you, you just like you have to be unlucky that you get checked by police. Like last, no, two weeks ago, I took the bus from uh, from here to uh, Prague, which is in the Czech Republic, and back. Yeah. And then on the way back, all bus got checked by uh, by, by the police. Um, but that was for me the first time ever in my life. That yeah. Uh, my, my passport got checked within within the European Union. Yeah. Because um, yeah, normally the borders are open. You go hardly notice that there is a border. You just drive across, and some sign says, "Yeah, you're you're in France. You're in France now, or you're in Denmark, or whatever." That's so cool. It is. It, is, it really is. Yeah, because even in like I draw, uh, I took a bus from. Uh, Cambodia to Vietnam, and they're both ASEAN countries, but you still get your bags checked and your get your passport stamped. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah I nearly well, lost my passport on the Vietnam border because they just when you enter the bus, they just stack up your passports together and they don't care. Yeah. So I nearly lost mine in there, which is also horrible. No way. Yeah, I was so scared. That's my second time. That, that was the first time I got scared, and then the second one is in Germany. <laughs> because, because I think the worst thing that can happen to you while traveling is losing your passport. Yeah, yeah. That's probably the case. Yeah, and I have... And I'm so scared to lose all my passport because I have all the visas. Yeah, yeah, right. So if I lose it, I have to reapply. Yeah, I would just be really annoyed. Yeah. Uh, because I'd lose all the stamps that I... That I gathered because it's kind of hard to get stamps for me. Yeah. And also, also Australia, Australia stopped uh, stamping passports. No. Which is really annoying. Really? Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. What did they give when you? I, when I flew to Sydney. Pardon? Did they give you anything? No, no, they, they don't. They, like, if you, I don't know if you need a visa, maybe you get a visa, like I, but I don't. Yeah. So they just, like, take a look at passport and they have everything online. See that you you proved or whatever, oh. and then that's it. They stopped sending that. And last time I entered um, in Sydney, uh, that was this year yeah. earlier. I think in February or something. Yeah. Um, I asked the border officer to stamp my passport. It was like I don't even have have a stamp here anymore because they don't do it. <laughs> oh wow, that's interesting. I like stamps on my passport. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, when I entered Morocco, uh, I saw that they stamped my passport, but when I looked at it, I can't, I couldn't find it. And then I asked, because I st I'm staying with my host, and I asked her, where's my Morocco yeah. stamp? And she said, uh, look look from the back of your passport, because that's how they... Oh, yeah. Because they're, they're Muslims, and they read their Quran from the back. Oh, yeah, yeah, I had the same thing in the, the UAE. Yeah. So they stamped it from the back. <laughs> so 
So now I have a random stamp on the back of my passport. <laughs> I also hate well, it. just need to go to more. Yeah, more. Just visit more Muslim countries and then yeah. finally it's going to meet in the middle. <laughs> exactly. One, one thing that I also hate is when they uh, staple on your passport. Like, in Hong Kong, they don't stamp. They just put, like, a staple yeah. on your passport, which is really annoying. Oh, yeah. Because you get like oh, a tear. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, like, when you staple something, it just doesn't look right. <laughs> Stamps are better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Alright, so, when somebody uh, knows or realizes that you're from Germany, what do they automatically assume? So, uh, this is an, a big opportunity for me to clear with a big, big stereotype. Yeah. That is, the main assumption is that every German is Bavarian, which is absolutely not the case. Bavarian? Some, yeah. So, Germany is, <laughs> Germany is uh, divided into 16 districts, more or less. Okay. And Bavaria is one, one of those. And that's where the Oktoberfest is. So, all the people oh. assume that... We like we wear vittles and we eat sauerkraut and <laughs> drink beer all the time, and that's like the stereotype that doesn't seem to change over the years. Yeah. Although it's just like that particular area where the people dress like that and behave like that, and there are fifteen others that don't do that. <laughs> that is interesting. Yeah. So well, nowadays because the Oktoberfest is such a big thing. Yeah. You you'll probably find Oktoberfest all over Germany just like copy because people thought they can make money off it. Yeah. But traditionally, it only happens in that area uh-huh. and nowhere else. Oh, okay. So, do you know so how it started? So, we don't dress like that and <laughs> we, we, we have different food and all that stuff. Yeah. Interesting. So, do you know how Oktoberfest started or was it just like it just started out of the blue. Um, no, there was the um, uh, the monarch in Munich who wanted to celebrate. I think the birthday of his wife or something. Uh-huh. Um, and then his idea was to have just like a big festival, and then mm-hmm. somehow it turned into what it is today over the years. That's so cool. Um, yeah, it, it is still cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people just assume that every German is like the people in the right. area. Right. Um, yeah, but there, there are other assumptions uh, that are definitely true. With like Germans are definitely definitely punctual, even mm-hmm. though you find Germans that say that he, say here, oh yeah, I'm not punctual. But in comparison to like people in Asia or middle middle America or middle yeah. South America, we're still very punctual. Um, that's true and um, yeah we, we, we definitely love beer that's true um, and we love football oh yeah you, you won the world cup for last um, in 2014 I think yeah yeah right yeah. And then this year was really embarrassing, but uh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so 
What are Germans really like? I think you already said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of said that already. <laughs> so, yeah, they party a lot. We're we love beer. Um, sometimes we're a bit spoiled, I guess. In oh. comparison, like, if you, if, you have the, if you only see Germany in the standard here, people seem to complain a lot uh -huh. about what they don't have. But if you see what they actually have in comparison to other countries outside yeah. of Germany or outside of Europe, yeah. they're kind of spoiled. <laughs> so, um, out of everywhere that you've been to, where can you say is the best? Um, that's a really tricky question. Yeah. And I refuse to answer that with only one country. So okay. That would be right. <laughs> uh, so I, I made up I made up categories of my own. Okay. And then I I'll just fit countries. So uh, when it comes to beaches, uh, I have to say Philippines is the best of country for beaches. Yeah. Um, I was in Thailand and, and saying that because you're Filipino is just the best. What? I'm not saying Philippines is the best country for beaches because you're Filipino. I'm just saying <laughs> it is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody was in Thailand was like, "Oh, we have nice beaches," and like, and all the travelers that are meet are like, "The beaches in Thailand are so cool." And I was like, "Wait till you get to the Philippines." <laughs> Yeah, we have that at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, what else? Yeah. yeah, what else? Um, when it comes to diving or snorkeling, uh, my favorite is definitely Fiji. Fiji? Uh, Rainbow Reef in Fiji. Yeah. Wow. The, the coral is so colorful, mostly untouched. Oh, it's... it's Yeah, not people. Not many people know it. So, yeah. uh, in comparison to like, the Great Barrier Reef in Australia, which I've been to as well, uh -huh. it is a lot in a lot better shape, and it looks gorgeous. Um, and there's so many different spots in Fiji, not only of the Rainbow Reef, but if anyone anyone who listens to this considers to go snorkeling or diving in uh -huh. Fiji, or it's just in general. Uh, go to the Rainbow Reef. It's absolutely amazing, mind blowing. Um, yeah, I might do that. <laughs> Are you a certified diver? I am. I am. Nice. So, did you also do that yeah. in Fiji? Yeah, you can. You can do that pretty much everywhere in Fiji. Um, it's not cheap, but that's. It's. I think the, the prices are kind of the same all over the globe. Uh huh. Um, in Fiji, there are actually German companies that do that which gave me a bit more trust into their yeah. credibility. Oh, nice. Um, so next category, which I made up, was music. And then for music, uh, for my personal taste, it has to be New Orleans. Uh, and then, and then, yeah, yeah that's States. one of my dream cities that's to like, go to. Yeah, that's like the best city for jazz, uh -huh. Like music overall, like you can you can literally go out seven days a week find yeah. play live music. Um, yeah, that's. Do that's you like their food the there? The food, oh, oh yeah, food over there is great as well. But when it comes to food, I pretty much like all the foods I've, I've tried over the world. Well, uh -huh. So I can't really tell <laughs> if there's the best food. I like yeah. Filipino food. I like Thai food. Yeah. Um, in New Orleans is particularly interesting that there's, they're, they're 
a lot different influences. There's like a French yeah. influence because the people originally make, migrated from the north of Canada, Canada yeah. uh, to New Orleans, but they were actually French. And then there's like a, a Middle American influence. Um, so there are like lots of Cubans. Yeah. Um, and still like the American influence and there's like seafood yeah, yeah. It, it is great food is great there um, but music is definitely worth yeah. going just for music <laughs> nice I've never been there but I really would like to go yeah yeah you should <laughs> it is kind of touristy but yeah that's what I've heard still so is that all your categories and then no 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 <laughs> just getting stuck Oh, okay. <laughs> no, then, uh, no, there's only two more to come. Oh, uh, right. So, uh, next category would be fun. So, New Zealand uh, was my personal favorite when it comes to activities. Mm -hmm. So, you can do everything you can think of skydiving, bungee jumping, you can fly your own plane, you can go on glaciers. And nice. Yeah. Did, you, uh, did you rent a van and just drove? Because I think most of the people that I meet, Who, go, who goes to New Zealand just rents a van and just drives around? Yeah, I did rent a, rent a van once. Um, but depending on how long you're going to be there, it might be a better option to actually buy a car. Um, oh. Especially if you know stuff about cars, if you like, know a bit. Um, it's definitely an option to buy a car and then use it, drive as long as you like, and then sell it. Because selling it, It's going to be very easy. There are lots really? of people uh, doing And if you, if you rent a van during high season, so like January, February, it's really pricey. And I only rented the van because I shared it with five other people. Uh -huh. So we were six people sleeping in the same tent for like three and a half weeks. <laughs> wow. So yeah, is buying crazy. a car in uh, New Zealand kind of similar to buying a motorbike in Southeast Asia? Is it that easy? Yeah, it is. It is. Wow. The so, only thing I had to do was uh, to drive on the left side of the uh, street. Yeah. Europe, drive on the right side. But yeah. I was surprised how fast I was able to drive on the left side without having to focus on it. Uh -huh. Yeah, it can be a bit tricky because we drive as well in the Philippines and in the US. We drive yeah. on the right side of the road. But you, you, can, yeah. you can you get used to it, I think. Yeah, yeah. the only <laughs> scary thing for me was uh, at night time when there was a roundabout and there was nobody ahead of yeah. me showing a direction to drive. Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I got that wrong a couple times when I was driving at night in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the next category landscape landscape or, and hiking uh -huh. and then there's definitely went up there uh, together with Indonesia um, New Zealand has these like great national parks yeah and they're stunning but the downside for me was it's too well organized which uh. seems to be weird but the, the path are so the paths are great they're so well maintained Uh -huh. and it wasn't like hiking anymore it was more like walking through nature yeah uh, so uh, the landscape was still amazing um, but there were lots of people and it was yeah and it, at the end it was a bit boring because it was too well maintained yeah. and then in contrast to that in Indonesia 
has all the great landscape and they have like volcanoes. Yeah. Yeah, all that. And it's just a bit more adventurous because it's an Asian country and they don't care about safety that much. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So, are yeah, those all? Yeah, that would be it. That would be it. So, those are my favorite countries concerning what you want to see and what you yeah, want to do. Yeah, that's good. So, um, this is the last question. <laughs> So are there any tips that you want to give for people who are considering on visiting Germany? Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Because I've met lots of people that went to Germany and only went to like the three or four major cities, which yeah. are Munich, Hamburg, Berlin and Frankfurt, and yeah. then they didn't see anything else. I think uh, if, you, if you want to go to Germany, pick one of those four. I'm not saying they're all the same, but they're all big cities, very multicultural. Yeah, exactly. Um, you're not gonna, you're gonna, not gonna see the actual Germany or what's going on, like the rural in the rural area. Um, mm -hmm. If you want to stick to those cities, so I highly recommend with like mid mid sized or small towns, especially in the south, um, because that because that, that's where you, where you find actual German restaurants. I yeah. can't think of any, any German restaurant in a big city because it's not a thing there yeah but you get quite traditional German food in these like mid-sized small cities uh -huh. and another thing that I really recommend which we are not well known for which is weird <laughs> is go to a bakery and we like great pastry cake is really 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 good yeah um, so I definitely recommend go to go to a German bakery no matter where you are um, <laughs> You're gonna be surprised by the by the by the amount by the choice that you'll have, especially mm. in comparison to like Australia or New Zealand, because there's like no choice for me as a German. There's like <laughs> What about um, okay? You mentioned traditional uh, German food. What what do you guys yeah. usually eat? Um, there are like lots of different roasts, like beef roast, pork roast. Oh, uh, right. And then potatoes, which is kind of a stereotype, but that's that's true. <laughs> uh, lots of potatoes and all different variations. Yeah. Um, and um, I think cabbage is pretty. Yeah. Cabbage. Pretty typical. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then there, oh yeah, sausages. Okay. Uh, yeah, of course, sausages are a big thing over here. Yeah. Um, yeah, you, you should definitely go ahead and try sausages here because. <laughs> The flavor is just very different from what you find in British influenced countries that claim to have great sausages as well, but they don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what I didn't try when I went to Frankfurt. But maybe I will go to a small town when I visit next. <laughs> so. You should. You should you should come and visit me. Like this, this place, this town is probably small enough, and there's yeah. like German food. Well, that would be nice. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But uh, yes, I have another month left here in Morocco, and then after that, I'm gonna cross over to Spain by by ferry, which is so exciting. <laughs> oh, okay, and then I'll do Europe. And oh, okay, so. You said you're gonna you're gonna teach English in Morocco, right? Yeah, I'm teaching English right now in Morocco. Okay, so just for four weeks, or how long have you been there? Yet? I've been here for a week, but this is just a volunteering. Uh, 
I volunteer via Workaway. If I don't know if you've heard about it. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not getting paid, <laughs> but it's fun because you get to teach um, all these kids. Y you know, yesterday I did a class for like very beginners English, and um, yeah. well, well, in Morocco they speak French and Arabic, so they didn't know how to speak in English at all. So I was uh, discussing and talking to them, and I had my laptop in front of me and translating on Google yeah. Translate. Yeah, it's so weird. <laughs> and now, now I know random French words that I will never be apl applicable in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. I survived. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> but thank you but so much. You don't speak. Huh? You don't speak any French or Arabic. I don't speak any Arabic at all, but now I think I know some French uh, phrases. Like, yeah, like when my host greets me, she'd be like, uh, Bonjour, ça va? And all I say is, uh, bien? <laughs> That's all I say. Or I, when I, yeah, or after dinner, all I say is, Bon, bon nuit. <laughs> it's just like good night. <laughs> That's the extent. But they, at, least, huh? at least they didn't teach you. They, they didn't teach you only insults, which was what all the French people taught me. Like, uh, I can only insult you. I French know one that. French insult. Uh, um, when you say salamerde, I think it means uh, it's shit or something like that. Okay. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly, but. <laughs> It's really hard to speak it, but yeah, like yeah. yeah, my 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 flatmate is actually French, and I want to learn French so badly because that would enable me to go to Africa. Yes, and exactly. Speak with the people on their in their native tongue, but it's really hard. Yeah, it is. I can't even cope. <laughs> but hopefully, in the coming days, I get to learn a lot more. She's going to be fun. <laughs> so, oh, that's it. Thank you so much for um, joining me on my podcast. Um, so, yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> do you have social media, or where can we find you if we have like questions? Uh, like? I have Facebook, but it's more or less empty. I'm not the social media type at all. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> So if anybody wants to know something, they should probably contact you first and then you can hand up right. my number or something. Exactly. So um, you can find me on social media using atmtenhutko and my blog is www.dedicatedhutko.com. So thank you so much, Leon. Yeah, thanks as well. And I hope you have a great week. In uni. <laughs> I will, I will. Thank you. Bye. Bye.